In today's episode, we are actually going to dive in and discover a little bit more about your personality and how that kind of comes into your work. As you progress into your career, we really want to focus on your strengths and your weaknesses and also development and what kind of books and everything that you're going to want to dive into to really help develop yourself into a better follower and then obviously a leader as it should come. I'm super excited about this because this is something I've spent probably the last seven very focused years of my life and my career path on learning myself better and hacking what I do so that I can be more productive but also knowing my weaknesses so I can stay out of my weak zone and into my strength zone and also being able to identify in others my weaknesses so that they can help balance me out a little bit. I've used this throughout my career path for many, many years and using it to really help a team get better is the prioritizing line there. It's not to use the other person, so don't mistake that. It is to be able to better balance what you're not the greatest at. Every job role will specifically have a pretty base set of skill sets. All of those can be trainable. However, for somebody with massive amounts of likely ADHD, never been diagnosed, but all the telltale signs are there, I am not the most focused person. And the more caffeine I have in my system, unfortunately, the less work I usually get done. But I require a lot of caffeine to get moving in the day. So there's my squirrel moment for the day. Most of my coworkers know pretty upfront that I'm rather distracted. Shiny objects, for sure, get me every time. So in knowing that, logistics and really thoroughly planning stuff out is not always my strong point. If I get distracted while planning, I can tell you the plan will fall apart a lot easier. But if I have focus time to really sit down and not be interrupted by phone calls and people coming in the office and chit-chatting, I do not get back to work right away. So it's become pretty good knowledge to a lot of my coworkers that if I am blocking out my schedule for four hours in a day, likelihood I'm sitting down and doing some really big planning and trying to get in the zone because I don't go back and forth between creativity and logical very well. I can at times, but for the most part, staying in that zone does help me out a little more. And again, that's through many years of really getting to know myself and having those hard conversations with myself to realize I am not that multitasking person that can really sit down and get a lot accomplished in a day. A lot of times at the end of the day, I feel like a hamster wheel. It could just be the nature of my work. I don't have an office job where you can sit down and truly focus. You work many, many different hats and you wear many different hats, I'm sorry, in the specific role I work. And for a lot of people, I think that we're going to see that transition back to doing that again. You're not going to be that focused person on creative marketing and social media marketing as that's my 
particular genre is marketing, but I also am sales on top of it in my current role. Um, and it can be very busy. So you're going to be interrupted by phone calls all day long and you're there to answer the phones. But if I'm in that super creative mode where I'm working on my marketing plans for the next few months and just trying to plan out the event itself and make sure that everything is set in stone, I will do that a lot better if I sit down and take a good focused time to get it done. Just how I work, not sure if everybody really truly does that, but I am not that fast, whip it out and go. <laughs> it's just not in my nature. Now, as you are really trying to find some tangible steps to get into a flow state at work, I want you to start by reading some books. If you haven't already, I would hope by this stage you've already started down that process and you're reading books and really kind of figuring yourself out. Taking some personality tests to really know your strengths and weaknesses was where I started. And then I'll be honest, I've read so many books that are geared towards a specific style of learning and for me Briggs Myers was my first one that I ever really did now they've got Enneagram out there and multiple other personality things but I would say Briggs Myers and Enneagram are the two widely known kind of top players right now in those I found that Enneagram didn't really match my personality as much and maybe I just need to retake it and try it again Briggs Myers it 100% nailed every personality trait I have, including strengths, including weaknesses. And I did give Enneagram ample time to kind of really work through and see if that one fit me in any way, shape or form, but it felt very disconnected for me. So when you're looking at leadership books or books to help you get better in all of your stuff that you're doing, work and personal, because for me, it didn't stop at just the career. I wanted to take these learnings and then bring them home too so that I can be a better wife and mom and friend and family member really. But when I started reading some books, there were some that just purely did not resonate with me. And it wasn't even a hard conversation. They just didn't resonate with me whatsoever. There's one that's out there. I will have to look up the name and come back to that one. I want to say it's 48 laws of some sort, but that one was, it struck me as very manipulative. And maybe that's my nature, I guess, to give preface for anybody that does look into Briggs Meyer. I'm an INFJ, ironically enough, for being an introvert in a sales and marketing role. Kind of a challenge, but stepping out of my comfort zones all the time to challenge myself to do things that really feed my soul and are going to help me, you know, advance forward. But with that, the 48 laws just seemed very manipulative. And in diving into my traits a little bit, INFJs can be on the manipulative side. So for me, I know that that's a trait that I personally do not want to tap into. I don't want to be that person. That's not who I truly want to be. So for me, I don't want to further help that. I want to kind of dampen that down and make sure that I'm checking myself and doing things that are for the better good of everybody involved. 
So I'm always checking my own ethics, putting myself back to just say, okay, take a step back. Is this for the greater good? You're not being spiteful or mean or, you know, having any traits along those lines because that's not what I want to bring to the workplace. I want to bring a much happier culture to the workplace. So I need to know when I'm in the zone of if I'm feeling threatened and taking a step back and am I making a choice that is really for the better good of my team and not just me trying to get back at somebody because unfortunately that does happen in the workplace a lot. In a lot of workplaces it's almost encouraged. Not where I want to be. So when you're diving into some of these books, always take it with a grain of salt. Read one. You could take one sentence out of the whole stinking book and that's all that actually resonated with you. But what you take from it, because that book that I read didn't resonate well with me at all and really just kind of helped me learn with my key takeaway of that book is that's not where I wanted to be. That's not the human I wanted to be. That's not the leader I wanted to be. So I guess in hindsight, looking back at it, I did learn something from it. I just didn't have the takeaway that I'm going to use those skills and try to apply them to my daily work. <laughs> I hope that you continue watching in my series and even on our Facebook group. What we're going to be looking into is really what book recommendations are out there for leadership and getting us past this hump of where we are. We all know that we've got some major restructuring coming our way. And for most millennials like myself in the workforce, we are going to see some big changes. And this is our chance to really take it and run with it and make those changes that we want to see in the workforce for our future, for our kids. You know, I didn't have kids because they were just cute and cuddly. At some point, they're going to grow up and be adults in society and give back as well. So everything I do when I am at home and being a mom, I am thinking about them being productive members later in the happier workplace that's a little healthier than where we are now. Let's face it, most of us are very unhappy in our workplace and it just seems like greed has completely gone a little out of hand with things. But this is our chance to really change that. This is our chance to bring new ideas to the table and say, well, yeah, you might have tried them before or maybe you didn't try it before, but let's go on ahead. We have a different workforce now. Maybe this works better. Uh, to move ourselves forward, to make a company successful, those companies that do have happy employees that don't want to leave, we need to take note of what they're doing, why they're doing it, and bring it back to the corporate world. I think we'd be doing a lot better in the corporate realm with happy employees, less turnover, if we would just maybe bring in some things that might help it a little bit more. And a restructuring on how we train our leaders is where it needs to start. But getting to learn yourself and self-development is where you have to get honest with yourself before you're really truly gonna make this move forward. You can't take in what you're not willing to learn. And you have to know yourself to know where your strengths are at, where your weaknesses are at to move forward. So after listening to this episode, I hope you go on and you look up, the, there's an app that you can download. It's free, costs you nothing. I think that there's in-app purchases at this time. 
just get what your personality is, go cross it with Pinterest, and you will find a plethora of information about your personal style and what's best. Gives you a weaknesses list, gives you a strengths list. Dive in on that, know where you're at, and try to keep yourself in the strength zone, but challenge yourself with a weakness if you can. Like I said, my weak area, and totally knowing the fact that sometimes I don't sit down and plan out very well for an event, and sometimes having another person there that can offset and say, hey, did you think about this, and why don't we do this, and I work a little bit better with somebody that might be a little more organized in their thought process to walk through that to help me think of those little things that I didn't think of. I see the overarching picture of an event or of a marketing campaign. I am sometimes a little bit of brush over those small details and that's why you need to have that person that offsets your personality. They're there to help each other, not demean each other. And my other person that I usually go to and pick is a really good offset to me. And again, it is, I'm not bringing her down. We are bringing both each other up because where she has weaknesses is where my strengths are at. We will do great things together. That's why we've kind of partnered up. But I know that and I also make sure that I can bring to the table something that helps her. I'm not constantly taking, I am doing a give and take. That is the sole purpose behind a lot of what we do and it's just making sure that you're giving back to your fellow coworkers. They're your teammates, they turn into your friends. Treat them well, just like you wanna be treated. That's all most people are asking for. A little common decency will go a long way. So I hope this helped a little bit. You need to get on and you need to follow us on our Facebook group and our Instagram where we're going to be posting quite a bit of content in the very near future if it hasn't already started yet. Lots of content all around the leadership books that are going to help you grow some and personalities and kind of what to do with that that's where you need to start if you're just diving into this but I also want you to feel like you can actually share some theories some ideas and maybe some things your company has done very well I come from a healthcare background I hate to say it but it is notoriously not the most healthy environment for training leaders so that's where a lot of my background has come from and that's a lot of my drive to get better is because I want to see all of healthcare get better. <laughs> There's a lot of ways that it could be improving and I want to help kind of be part of that change and make sure that things get better that they should. We are taking care of people, people are messy and we can't have a very good process behind it. So you have to have a good support group between your leaders or you're going to feel like you're constantly failing. So let's pull it together, show me some love on the Facebook, bring in ideas, I'll dive into those theories a little bit, see if we can talk about them. Some might be old ideas that we can rehash into a new world, some might be brand new ideas that are just now starting to surface. And I'm very curious from the tech companies, and if you work in one that implements a lot of really awesome, even benefits really. I want to dive into that and kind of understand because the tech industry seems to be booming and it has a lot happier employees for the most part from what I've seen. I could be completely wrong. Help correct me. Follow us on our Facebook group. 
The link will be in the show notes. Thank you guys so much for coming and listening to me rant a little bit. And I hope that you got something out of it today. We will dive into much, much more content. And in the future, we'll be kind of clearing out the way for a lot more things to come in. Bear with me while I do this as a side job in addition to my well over full-time job (laughs) and then some. But help me to bring this forward to everybody. I think that it would help all of our work environments and it'll help us get better in the long run. So let's come together as a community and make it happen. I will see you guys later. Thank you again. Have a beautiful day.